Pass First Point Guard, Blazers beat writer Mike Richmond. You're listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join me Wednesday evening at 6 p.m. to get in on the action. Spotify Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. In today's show, I want to talk about Chauncey Billups' introductory press conference. He was introduced to the Portland media today, and not without some notable moments. I want to talk about some bummer news from Zach Collins. And I want to go on the hunt for positivity. I re- <laughs> I'm really trying to track down some positivity. Um if you're a regular listener to this podcast, you know that I kind of, um, my like wheelhouse is, is pessimism, but my wheelhouse is pessimism with like on the court, right? Like, like is the, my, my sort of real, the sweet spot for me is telling you that the Blazers are just okay. <laughs> like that's, that's really where I excel, where I'm just like, listen, this team's just okay. Um, and they don't have a chance to win a title. Like that's, that's the type of pessimism that, that, um, that I really, that comes to me naturally. That is, that is really my, my natural sweet spot. Uh, I also take a great deal of care and thought into talking, or at least I try to, to talk about the serious issues around this team that are not basketball related. Uh, I, I, I put a lot of sort of energy and brain power into discussing the uh, you know, coming higher of Chauncey Billups. I, 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 it's that podcast is waiting in your feed, but I like, I, I, I want to treat items that need to be treated with care with care because you are you, you dear listener deserve to have a, a nuanced thoughtful look at the team that you like uh, you know if you listen to this podcast chances are you're either my dad or a really really big trailblazers fan uh, hi dad thanks for listening everyone else you're here because you love this team and you could probably go other places to find like a rosier view, but you don't. You come back here and you listen to me and I, I record these podcasts every day. And I'm gonna be I'm just gonna keep it real with y'all. I'm I'm a little worn down by how much of a bummer this team is right now. I am worn down by it. Uh, I, I, I feel somewhat exhausted by what what a bummer they are. I'm not going to to leave them alone though. Uh, like like uh, I'm I'm still going to uh, we're still going to talk about the Chauncey Billups press conference and and the the bummers that came with that. We're going to talk about Zach Collins' injury and the bummer that came, that came with that. Like I'm I'm not going to shy away from this stuff. All all of this is to say like I put a lot of care and effort and thought into these things because I want the show to be good and I want to bring you a product you enjoy. Uh, some of you probably don't always agree with what I say. Some of you. <laughs> actively disagree with what I say and I hear about it from uh, from both sides for sure uh, nice things and bad things it's uh, usually people on the extremes like to share so uh, I, so you always get it so I'm not I'm not I'm not full ostrich here I'm not hiding my head in the sand I, I know that we're gonna talk about the bummers I'm gonna address them head on I'm I'm, I'm here for it that's that is the the job um, in, in a former life you know I cover this team day to like a day to day and flew around the country covering them there were good times and bad times there uh, my role has changed a little bit around the team but I still bring you daily content and think about this team quite often um, so I want to give you those thoughts and give you the real and bring you as the my honest opinion on this stuff and 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 try to bring you a thoughtful take on what's happening with your favorite team because like I said you deserve it but y'all I'm a little worn out by it 
I'm a little worn out by it. So we're going to start the show with some positive news. You want some positive news? I got some, I got right here in my hand because I'm reading it off my phone is a, is a press release. It says Trailblazers Carmelo Anthony named the inaugural winner of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award. The NBA announced today that that entrepreneur, philanthropist, and 10-time NBA All-Star Carmelo Anthony of the Portland Trailblazers has been named the, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion, selected from a group of five finalists for his dedication over the past year to pursuing social justice and advancing Abdul-Jabbar's life mission to engage, empower, and drive equality for individuals and groups who have been historically marginalized or systemically disadvantaged. So good for Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> you know, let's 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 take a moment here before the bummers start because we got to talk about serious stuff in this episode and we will. But let's take a moment here. I want to give you this moment. You are you deserve if you are listening to this podcast, you are in you are interested in the team so deeply. Um and and you might be upset or you might be over it. I I think uh, I think those are two fairly common responses from uh, sort of my experience on the internet this evening. Uh, but let's let's take a moment and say, man, Carmelo Anthony's a good dude. Uh, he has some limitations as a basketball player, but he, he he's a good dude doing good deeds off the court, and he's being recognized for it. Congratulations to Carmelo Anthony. That's right. That is forced positivity from maybe someone who isn't that good at it. But I'm, this is, I'm, I, dear listener, am holding tightly to my joy. And my joy right now is that Carmelo Anthony is the inaugural winner of the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award. Congratulations. But that's enough positivity. We got to keep it real. The Blazers are, have had one, the Blazers have just an absolutely brutal week. Uh, and on Tuesday... At the practice facility, their first in-person uh, press conference that they've had in a year, uh, media members came to t- came to the where the Blazers practice facility is. Chauncey Billups, Neil Olshay addressed the media, and the topic of the day, unsurprisingly, was how the Blazers uh, investigated and 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 sort of squared the night the rape charge that Chauncey Billups uh, got in 1997. And how they looked into that and came to the conclusion that he was the right man for the job. So let's talk about it. You know, we've talked about a bunch on the show. We talk about a bunch in this space. It's it is the deal with with hiring Chauncey Billups. It is 100% the deal. And I think the Blazers kind of kind of bungled the press conference in a way that they didn't have to. So that's what we'll talk about in the second segment. Is the is them the the Blazers? You know stepping on their own shorts but first like i said at the top of the show this episode is brought to you by green room green room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download and once you're in you can talk to me or other uh sports media members uh and and nba insiders in real time it's basically this podcast live except it, i've really enjoyed using it like it's 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 beyond just a, a live live radio or a live podcast because there's a chat function you can ask to speak you can come on stage and you can you can chat with me uh i host the show weekly on that app uh, I, I try to do it wednesday evenings at 6 p.m it doesn't always work out that way i'll be honest y'all but i do one every single week and if you download the app available in uh whatever mobile app store that you use you can you can download it follow me on there at 
Mike G. Rich. And then this week, Wednesday at 6 p.m., the Locked on Blazers show will go live there. And like I said, it's a lot of fun. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. You can ask questions. You can, you can, um, you can interact. It's, it's a live version of the podcast. I've really enjoyed doing it. I've been doing it for about two months now. So I, I would love to have you come join me. So download the app and join me. Green Room, changing the way we talk sports. All right. So we talked about my hunt for positivity. Uh, I, I craft these shows uh, sometimes on a piece of paper, sometimes in a Word doc, and sometimes in my brain. Uh, when I was when I bust out my notebook here in the in my podcast studio, I I said I don't want to lead with bummers. We've had too many bummers. So I, I was on the hunt for positivity, um, and luckily, uh, we'll, we'll call them a source. <laughs> Uh, a list, an anonymous listener of this program texted me about uh, about the show and about some some Blazer things and reminded me of the Mellow Award and I said perfect perfect I'm good we're gonna lead with Mellow so uh, shout out to you anonymous listener dear dear anonymous listener I should say but we got to talk about the topic du jour we gotta we we I you know I've 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 kind of hid from it for ten minutes no more hiding today. Chauncey Billups, Neil Olshay spoke to the media, and quite frankly, I thought, other than a really bad misstep, which we'll get to in a second, that the Blazers weren't that bad. They weren't that bad. Uh, like, Neil uh, Olshay, Blazers President of Basketball Operations, uh, made an opening statement addressing Chauncey Billups's uh, the charge, the rape rape allegation and and charge that was later dropped uh, from 1997 against Billups. He you know said that the team conducted a private investigation. They talked to several people. They were comfortable with you know the people they spoke to and the firm that they hired to to speak to these people. Uh, the 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 events that Chauncey described from that night were corroborated by the sources they spoke to and they're comfortable with it. And, um, Neil noted that he, that Chauncey had been hired by, uh, you know, regional and national television networks and other NBA basketball teams. I'm not sure that's the point, um, that Neil thought he was making, but (laughs) it's what he said. Um, and, and, and quite frankly, in that setting, I don't know what more you can tr- you could truly expect. I know you could ask for more, right? You could ask for like real self-reflection and, and deep details about what the investigation uh, entailed and 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 um, and you know who the firm was and how long it took and all these things. And I, I think it would be fair to ask for those things, right? But reasonable expectations, those that wasn't going to happen. Like I basically, in the Chauncey Billups episode I recorded, I said the Blazers are going to say these these things. They're going to say they looked into it. They're comfortable, uh, and and you know they, they they trust that they've that the events on in back in 1997 were were it was consensual. This was uh, you know uh, they 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 trust Chauncey and they've looked into it. And other people that they've spoken to have have made made their trust in Chauncey, have confirmed their trust in Chauncey, right? Like, you knew that was what they were going to do because they've always wanted to hire Chauncey Billups. This this is how this was going to happen, right? Uh, then Chauncey Billups uh, gave his opening uh, remarks and he, and he spoke, um, I thought, uh, about as good as you could ask for, about uh, openly about the events and how uh, they had massively impacted his life and how as a rookie, this was sort of like a, um, an eye-opening experience, which um, I, I feel a certain way about uh, someone with a rape charge talking about it, something that they overcame. But I, I don't want to litigate 
I'm not here to litigate the guilt or innocence of Chauncey Billups. That is not my job in America. That happens in the court system. Um, and quite frankly, I, I think there are people in both sides of sort of the fandom world. And there are people that say enough is enough. And to them, I say, pipe down. Enough will be enough. <laughs> and like, and this is the one time Chauncey's probably ever going to have to address it publicly. Uh, let's get through one day, right? Uh, and, and there's people who want more. Uh, and while I certainly lean towards one of those groups, and you can guess who that is, um, uh, I've, I've heard from both that say like, you know, this is the Blazers have made their decision and you're sort of berating this man. And, um, I, I, I kind of, I, I hear that critique and to that I say, this is the moment in the introductory press conference where you know, what's, what is going to be asked and your job as the president of basketball operations who the, you know, the, the leader of the basketball side of a multi-billion dollar NBA team, you have to answer those questions. And as the man just given a four-year contract with a team option for a fifth season worth several million dollars annually, you got it. You also have to address these comments. This is not the time to say enough is enough. Enough is enough can happen. Like you can, if this is still, um, you know, a, a daily topic in in January, December, and January, then then we can talk about sort of like. Um, the media latching on to something, right? But that's not what this is. This is asking for clarity, asking for transparency. I think that's fine. Uh, Neil was also asked about Becky Hammond. Um, he did a, I don't think he did a particularly good job of painting the way the Blazers um, dealt with Becky Hammond's interviews particularly well. But again, like it, it's... <sighs> Neil didn't do a good job, but he met sort of my reasonable expectations that were set pretty low, Right. Uh, at, at this point in the press conference, I thought there's the people who want to be outraged are going to be outraged. The people who are um, maybe kind of over it are going to be way the hell over it and ready to move on. Uh, but if you kind of had low expectations about sort of what you get in these type of public settings, then the Blazers did okay. And I thought Chauncey Billups, um, for the most part, answered the answered questions honestly and for the most part, provided the sort of transparency that people crave from him in this setting. That is until one moment. And I'm not going to play the audio for you here because I actually think it works better in video. And if you're looking for it, I'll point you to uh, Dylan McKinnon's Twitter feed. Uh, I think Dylan is a listener to the show. Hello, Dylan. Thank you for listening. That's... Uh, I'll just buzz market it at Dylan D Y L A N McKinnon M I C K A N E N. Uh, Dylan's Twitter feed will have video of the exchange. I'm not, I'm not going to play it here because I think it's better as as video. Uh, but Jason Quick of the Athletic asked a follow up question uh, 25 minutes into the press conference, and it was in regards to Chauncey Billups's opening statement, in which uh, Billups said that the uh, the the charge in 1997 had, had dramatically impacted his life. And, and Jason asked a fair question saying, can you elaborate on that? Which, uh, that is how journalism works, y'all. That's why we have independent journalists to say, that's an interesting thing that you said. Can you say more about it? Even if you think he already answered the question. The job of the independent press is to ask the subjects in the one time they're going to get to ask them about this pretty much. Can you elaborate? And Chauncey Billups looked prepared to elaborate, quite frankly. And then a Blazers PR staffer cut off the question and said, that question was answered uh, already. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate your question. We're going to move on. 
And that's where I have beef. Bad answers, kind of uh, hollow answers, uh, talking in circles, whatever. That's that's how press conferences work. Um, there's a certain art to BSing them. Um, I, I think... Uh, you know, if you've paid enough attention to the Blazers, you've you've seen it in action by uh, uh, certain, <laughs> a certain certain member of their front office who was up there today. But uh, the team cutting off trans an, an attempt by a journalist to have to get further detail and 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 further transparency from the head freaking coach of the basketball team is an embarrassing look at best it's embarrassing at best a less generous read calls it cowardly and disgusting because Chauncey Billups was prepared to answer that question. You can see it in the video. You can see Chauncey. He's prepared to answer it. He's an adult. He's a 44-year-old man who's being paid several million dollars to coach a basketball team. And if the Blazers are worried about him answering questions about a rape allegation in his past that is part of the part of the sort of his story, part of the whole scope of this thing, they shouldn't have bleeping hired him. If they're worried about him talking about the thing that everyone knows about and wants to ask him about, they shouldn't have brought him out in front of the media, ever. And that means they shouldn't have hired him. If the team is scared of what he might say or what he might elaborate on or the, or the level of transparency he might provide to uh, not just the media member, like the, the media exists to provide the public with this information. You ask these questions in these public settings, so, so your subjects have to answer. If you're afraid of that coming out, you shouldn't have hired him. It's a clown show. It, is an abs it was an absolute clown show. It was an embarrassing moment. For it was it embarrassed me. I was not at the presser today. Uh, I have a day job. I do I record this podcast at night because I work during the day. Uh, I watched on watched the stream though, uh, and I was I was deeply embarrassed for the organization for that decision. Chauncey still could have answered it, to be clear. Uh, he could have said, no, I'm comfortable answering this question. But this is his first day on the job, and I don't know if he felt the comfort to do so. And I'm not trying to provide him cover. What I'm saying is this. That was a massive misstep by the Blazers. A massive misstep by the organization. Uh, they tried to do that earlier in the earlier in the presser when uh, Sean Hyken of Bleacher Report asked a question, but he, he got his question out. Neil answered it, whatever. Neil, also an adult, capable of answering the questions. Certainly capable of answering the questions on the number one topic people want to discuss today. Why I say like today and why I'm emphasizing that is that this isn't this isn't going to be a topic that gets addressed much after today. Uh, Chauncey Billups wants to do some in-house interviews. He's going to come back, um, you know, after the Clippers playoff run ends and, and, uh, and when Summer League starts up, and people are going to ask him about basketball. They're not going to... I've been around the team. I've been in enough media scrums to know he's not going to get beat up about this again. He's not even going to have to address it again. This was his one opportunity to do so. His one... The one moment he's truly going to be asked about it. He's truly going to be asked to reflect and speak and, and, and provide some information and, and, ref, and re, reflect on uh, how this moment impacted him. And, and he could just say, you know, you learn about, uh, you know, being in the wrong place, wrong time. He could give a hollow answer. I don't care about the quality or content of his answer. I care, I care, and why I'm getting so worked up is the decision by the team to hold that back. 
Shame on you, Portland Trailblazers. Shame on you. You know what this this segment of the podcast would have been about if, if that moment hadn't happened? I would have said, you know what? The Blazers didn't really give you the answers they wanted or you might have wanted to hear, but that's how this works. And, and, and you know, they stood and they answered the questions. Uh, they, you know, they didn't provide this deep level of insight, but, I, if, but you knew you weren't going to get that in this press conference. But that's not what they did. The Blazers, the Blazers organization had a plan to shut down a, a, how many questions we can ask about or the media can ask about, uh, present media can ask about the, uh, a rape case in 1997. And they shut it down and looked like cowards because of it. It's cowardly garbage and you know what it is. So yeah, that's why I opened the podcast with some positivity. <laughs> that's why I was on the hunt for some positivity because I'm, I'm mad about that. I'm mad. I'm, I'm. I'll, I'll call it what it is. I'll put my cards on the table. I'm mad about that. I, I, I find that um, it irks me in a, in a real type of way. And when I see people defending it, it irks me in a real type of way too. Uh, it's it's garbage. Uh, this was the opportunity. This was the one the one opportunity that that they were going to really be forced to to address this, and they chose not to. And it, it's it's absolutely garbage. Here's the cool thing about today. We got a little more bad news. We got to talk about uh, Zach Collins had a another injury setback that is putting his career in jeopardy and we will talk about it in the third segment but before we do talk about it we got to talk about built bar it's the best tasting protein bar that there is comes in nine delicious flavors you know them or if you don't know them coconut coconut almond cherry raspberry mint brownie my personal favorite peanut butter brownie also double chocolate and salted caramel uh if you don't know what you like i recommend you get a mix box you get two of each of those nine flavors. Find out what you like. You can buy more from there. They're all delicious, covered in 100% chocolate, but they're also like provide a real punch. They got some real substance to them. At least 17 grams of protein and no more than five grams of net carbs. Nine amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Go get yourself some. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off BuiltBar.com. Today's show is also brought to you by betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. And I'm talking any sport, uh, everything. And 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 that's the big ones, like the Stanley Cup Finals, the NBA playoffs, Major League Baseball, the WNBA, MLS, uh, European soccer, the, the UEFA European Soccer Championships that are going right on right now, uh, the NWSL, you name it. And all of those will be covered by real-time Live scores right there on the website. Also, live updating ops so you can live bet the games. Also, props on prior to, prior to the game starting on almost anything you can imagine. So, don't sit on the sidelines. Get in on the action. Head on over to that website, betonline.ag. You can do it on your mobile phone or your computer. And when you're making your first deposit, make sure you put in the promo code locked on. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus. That is promo code locked on at betonline.ag for a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. Still listen to Locked On Blazers. We talked about my hunt for positivity in which landed us on Carmelo Anthony winning the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Award. We talked about the Blazers' uh, introductory press conference for Chauncey Billups where he addressed 
the allegations against him and and how how you know the things that people wanted to talk about head on until the Blazers wouldn't let him until the team wouldn't let him. We got lost in the negativity because there's this has just been a this has been a quite a week in Blazerland. Uh, if you're a regular listener to this podcast, we've had we've had a lot of ne- we've had a lot of dark clouds. Um, I promise I would guide you towards the light. But right now the team's just not letting me because Zach Collins is headed, or excuse me, Zach Collins had a second revision surgery. That's his that's his third surgery on his left ankle. It's uh I'm gonna say the medical name wrong, but it's like the ball of your ankle. That's that's what is um continuing to fracture for Zach. And listen, Zach Collins played eleven games since the start of the 2019-2020 season. He basically missed the whole year. He came back in the bubble. Uh, and the injury kind of popped up, flared up there. He had surgery right after the bubble, and then he was projected to recover from that surgery, which happened in September, to come back in late January, like MLK Day, you know, third third weekend of January. And he had another setback. He had uh, another ankle surgery at the at the end of December 2020, on December 30th. Uh, and he was supposed to be out for like six months. Uh, that was like the long, he was going to be on the long end of the timeline, four to six months, but it had been reported by uh, Jamie Hudson of NBC Sports and, and Jason Quick of The Athletic that it was going to be on the long end of that six months. Like both of the, Collins told both of them that that, that that was likely, and he was likely to miss the whole season. Uh, Quick later reported that like, if, if Collins was going to come back, he was going to come back like in the second round of the playoffs. So the Blazers had to sort of extend their season to have a chance to have Collins back. So like, Based on that reporting, it makes sense that, you know, in the last month, uh, as we've moved through the second round of the playoffs and into the into the conference finals in both rounds, like Collins would have been back on the court. Uh, you know, the timeline suggests he would have been back on the court and, and, you know, ramping up because he's headed into free agency. More on that in a moment. But like, you know, getting back on the court, he hasn't played basketball in two years, raring to go, all the things you can believe. Um, you know, everything I know about Zach and I've. I, covered him since his, his rookie season in the league uh, he's you know he's he loves ball like this is what he knows he's he's always been um since he was you know young he was preparing to be a professional basketball player uh he was this was always his dream and uh it's it's you know a lot of guys are like that i'm not saying that's unique but like this is this is what he always envisioned himself doing he wants to play ball he is itching to hoop and he had another setback and he's dealing with now the third surgery on this left ankle and it's just putting his it quite frankly is putting his NBA career in jeopardy. Zach is at the end of his four-year rookie deal. He's going to enter free agency. Uh, the Blazers can they can extend him a qualifying offer of about seven million dollars and make him a restricted free agent. But there's no reason that they would do that now, and that's one of the big bummers. There's no reason that they would if you extend someone a qualifying offer. They're they're literally under contract, like like they that they're signing a deal and and then they're uh, you make them a restricted free agent if they if they sign somewhere else you have the right to match it or you can negotiate beyond that. But like the Blazers aren't gonna they aren't gonna give Zach seven million dollars for a year um, after this injury news. Like they're gonna let him enter. They're gonna renounce his rights and let him enter free agency. Then maybe they they give him a, a like a minimum deal and bring him back on like a. a, a just to see if he can be like the 17th man or whatever. But I don't, it just seems unlikely that they would commit anything to him because it's just uncertain whether he'll play basketball again. Big guys, seven, seven footers dealing with foot injuries never is good. It is, you know, it's derailed 
Bill Walton's career and 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 Sam Bowie's career and and uh, you know I don't need to I don't need to just list off Blazers but you know off the top of my head like this is it Yao Ming's career uh you know he basically just his his feet failed him and him and his he went from one of the best players in the world to out of the game very very quickly uh seven footers and their feet is a big deal uh seven footers and your ankle is a big deal like you're you're it's just a you're just carrying a lot of weight. You're just it's just a lot on there. Um, and there's there is I think there's I don't want to like speculate too far on this, but there's real real reason to believe that Zach Collins doesn't get another shot in the league because it's that kind of cutthroat. Like there's 450 spots in the league plus some two way deals. Collins isn't eligible for a two way deal, so he's talking about one of the four 450 regular roster spots. It's the league moves quick. The hardest thing to do is stick in it. And I really, really am bummed for him. I, 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 I feel for him. This is, this is, you know, no, no wrongdoing of his own. His body has just failed him and it stinks. And I feel for Zach. Like I, I really do. Um, when the news first came out, it was reported by Shams Trani. I was just like, oof, that it just hit me. Like, Dang, I am I'm crushed for Zach. That stinks. Uh, really good dude. Like in my um, experiences with him, uh, like I said, covered him closely for for basically his his whole career until things got weird following um, in the pandemic life. Uh, you know, he was even when he was hurt, fun to chat with in the in the locker room. Um, always sort of up for being for just sort of like shooting the shit or or, or like doing a real interview like he's just like a, a great guy to work with at from a media perspective and cool as hell for a young guy like um uh i remember i remember talking to him uh he was eating eating something in his in his uh locker pregame and i was like hey can you cook man he was eating like a somebody had prepared him some food his food he brought with him from the game and he, he just looked up at me and said hell no and it was the type of thing that like a 21 year old guy who's, um, you know, makes, makes a bunch of money and has, um, you know, basically went from not living on his own to being a millionaire. That jump is always very funny. You know, you like live with it. Like he was a college age kid who jumped right out of from college from freshman year to being, um, you know, the 10th pick in the draft. So, uh, <laughs> it's just like the funny candor. Hell no, I can't cook. Um, it's, uh, I'm bummed for Zach, y'all. I'm. Listen, this is why I was searching for positivity while I was crafting this episode, because I didn't want to just yell at the Trailblazers and then talk about injuries. I'm de- I'm desperate for good news. I'm desperate for good news. I'm desperate for basketball. I'm desperate to like talk about basketball. So I'm going to try to bring that back. Uh, we'll follow the news. Damon Lillard's going to be on the Team USA. We'll we'll have that for you. I have been reluctant to do my player end of the year player capsules uh, and I'm not going to promise them now, but I am going to tell you this like very earnestly as like the way I open the show. I want to close it the same way is like, I want to, I want to have fun here. <laughs> like I like, I would love to have fun here. I'm not going to shy away from bad stuff. I will not, I will not go full ostrich. I won't. I won't do it. I will address the hard topics head on. I will we'll talk about the bummers and their implications. Like, I don't know if Zach Collins ever plays in the NBA again, and I, I think his Trailblazers career is almost certainly over. That's a bummer that I don't I don't want to talk about, but I'm I'm I know what this I know what this is. I know what the transaction is between you and me, dear listener. I'm bringing you the news. That's and 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 thought and my thoughts around those those newsy moments, right? 
but I'm desperate for positivity. So the rest of this week, I'm on the hunt. I'm on the hunt for positivity. I'm on the hunt for silver linings. I'm on the hunt for joy. Uh, if you've got, if you have a joyful Blazers thing or like a, like a positive thing, uh, send me an email, lockedonblazerspod at gmail.com. Let's, let's crowdsource positivity for the Blazers during a truly dark timeline. Also, I haven't done this in a while, but, uh, if you enjoyed this podcast and look, if you're listening to, to, if you're 30 some minutes into this podcast, uh, after this week in Blazerland, you, you probably, you probably like this podcast or you're just someone who, um, commits to what they do. And I appreciate you either way, but if you could find it in your heart to leave a review on Apple uh, podcasts, it's where the majority of our listens come from. It's, it's the largest, uh, podcasting app. The most popular podcasting app is, is Apple podcast. So leave, leave this show a five-star review. Uh, you know, this, it helps, it, it helps the show become more visible. And when people are looking for podcasts and deciding whether they're going to read them, like a, a bunch of positive reviews helps them helps them decide to listen to the show. And you helping me grow the show is how this show still exists. I I really appreciate that help. So if you've got that if you've got that joy in your heart uh, to say something nice about the show online, I would truly truly appreciate it. Uh, rate and review all those things. It 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 really helps. Thank you. More shows coming this week. Uh, Even during the bummer, still a daily podcast. So we'll have more for you. Appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.